Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit brandonbeckedu.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories show. Man, I think that's the longest pre-show I've ever had on this show, but you all missed it. We're going to dive into it right here. I have an amazing guest for you all today. His name is Mark Hirschberg. He is really responsible for building tech startups as his main thing, which I think is pretty incredible. And he is really putting together some amazing stuff in education. We're going to talk about it. We're going to dive in. We're going to talk about the career toolkit. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. But first, we're going to dive into the story from the man himself. So, Mark, how you doing, my man? Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show today. I appreciate you being here. Um, I also failed to mention that you are a professor at MIT and also graduated from MIT as well. Is that correct? I have a couple degrees from there, and I've been teaching there for over two decades. So minor details, um, but incredible. So you're someone from pretty much the top pyramid of education in our country. And I am so excited to hear about the work you're doing because the work you're doing is is so amazing. And the fact that you're creating things for education in the space that are unique and, and special to people that people can really take advantage of really easily um, using technology as well. I'm looking forward to jumping right into that. So talk a little bit about where you are, where you're from, and your education journey. Sure. I live in New York City, although I've spent significant time up in Boston, Cambridge. Now, when I graduated from MIT back in the 90s, I got into technology and tech startups. And that's where, as you know, I spend most of my career. But as I was going through my own career journey, I realized there were a whole bunch of things no one ever taught me. Leadership, team building, networking, negotiating, all this important stuff, no one covered it throughout any of my education. So I began to train myself. And I realized these skills are not just for executives, they're for everyone. So I began to upskill my teams. Now, as I was doing this, MIT had gotten similar feedback. Companies were saying, look, your students are very smart, they're well-educated, but there are a bunch of skills we want to see, leadership, communication, team building, all these skills we've heard about, saying we can't find them, not just in your students, not just in college students or engineers, but in anyone across the labor market, we can't find these skills because no one's teaching it. So MIT wanted to put together a program referred to as the Career Success Accelerator, when I heard about that, I said, well, I've developed content for my teams. I'm happy to share it with you. 
I thought it would be a one and done conversation, but instead they asked me to help create the program and to stay and help teach, which I've now been doing for a couple decades, as we've noted. So in addition to building tech startups, I've been teaching at MIT and elsewhere. I put out the book, The Career Toolkit, Essential Skills for Success That No One Taught You. And then as we'll probably get to later, I put out the Brain Bump app, which extends the concept of the book and education into the digital space. Boom. That's a lot of, I got a lot of clouds on my drawing right now. A lot of bubbles. I'm excited to dive into those. You know what I think we need to just dive right into for me is here you are working at one of the universities in probably one of the greatest institutions um, that definitely the top echelon, I guess I should say, of universities in our country. And I guess I got to just come back to the career success, career success accelerator and how that kind of leads into your career toolkit. And so I, I'm really excited to dive in and, and hear a little bit because this is supported by the principles there and from the work that um, that they're using in that university. So I'm looking forward to dive in. So give it to me. Give it to us. Give us the million dollar answers. Well, these are skills we've all heard about. So networking, when I do a talk, I'll ask who here has heard networking is important? Every hand of the room goes up. Okay, well, this is universally understood to be important. Then I'll ask who here has had any training whatsoever in how to network? Maybe I'll get a handful of hands going up. But if this is so important, why are we not teaching it? And now there are historical reasons why education teaches what it does and not other things, and we can get into that. But this is a real problem. And it turns out getting just a little bit better at any of these skills can have a massive impact on our success. So let me give you an example. We're going to do a little bit of math. I know there's lots of educators who listen. We're going to do a little bit of sixth grade math. Imagine you have a rectangle. That's four by 10. So it's 40 in area. You need to extend one of the sides by two units to maximize the area. Which side do you extend? If you need to pause the podcast, you can, but come on back when you got your answer. The answer, of course, is we go from four to six and we get 60. The other way would give us 48. Okay, great. What does this have to do with what we've just been talking about? When you add those two units to the short side, those two units are amplified by that long side, amplified by the 10 units. If you put the two units on the long side, they're only amplified by the four. All of us have long sides and short sides, more than two in fact. Most of us just focus on our long sides. Oh, I'm in technology. I got to focus more on technology. I learn more about it. And certainly we do need to keep up with the long sides. If I don't keep up with tech, I become a dinosaur. But by focusing on our short sides, whether that's our communication, our leadership, our negotiating, any of these other skills, we get a much better return for the time invested. So certainly work on your long sides, but putting some effort into these short sides, into these skills we've all heard of, but have never been trained in, can give us a much better ROI and help us be overall more effective, create that bigger area, which is our overall capability. Focus on the short sides. I love the word, honestly. That took some thought 
to uh, put together and think about the language there. Short sides, you know, a lot of people are always saying, look at our weaknesses. Look at what we're not good at, right? We're all not good at many things. You know, we're all, nobody's perfect, but we can all learn a lot exponentially fast if we believe it and can achieve it and plan for it and put together concrete details to make it happen. And I love everything about that. And that is definitely something, you know, being an educator, an elementary educator myself, you know, I spend a lot of my time with 10 and 11 year old kids and my students have a budget. They have, they pay rent on their desks. They, you know, last year we used, we went through the, um, this, I want to say the, the SIM or the SIMFA uh, foundation we did, we sent up our class and I had one, we, everybody got, um, um, I think it was a million dollars to invest in the virtual stock market and kids were, were crushing it and it was a competition. And there are so many kids that are ready for that right now at the youngest ages that are just sitting in the back of classrooms that are bored out of their minds. There's a great example. Not all these students are going to go on and work on wall street or be an accountant, but teaching them basic budgeting, as you're doing by saying you're paying rent on your desk and you have to think about your budget and what you're spending money on, we're taking something. They're not necessarily going to be a financial expert, but we took a side that was near zero for many kids who don't have financial literacy, and we made it just a little bit bigger, and we made them so much more capable in life. And when you look at skills, now there are some short sides we don't have to worry about. I'm not good at cooking. I probably never will be. And that's okay. I can get by in life without cooking. But I used to be terrible at communicating in all sorts of ways. I could not do my job. I don't just mean standing on stage public speaking, but even when I'm in the office, even when I'm dealing with coworkers, I couldn't do that job effectively if I wasn't good at communicating. If I was horrible, people would just tune me out. So we want to take the short sides that we do use regularly and make sure whether it's personal finance or communication or networking, and get at least a basic competency in them, even if we can be slightly better than average, we really stand out from the crowd. Oh my God, you're speaking my language. And to add to that, you know, it would make it a lot easier for these 17 and 18 year old kids who are graduating high school to make a more honest decision or maybe work a little bit harder in high school to figure out the fact that if they don't figure it out, they're going to be going into financial aid and they're going to be going into situations where they're going to get the, put themselves in debt and they're not even going to know that they're in it. And so many kids that happens to, and so many people that are out there with, with that student loan debt, they were never taught these, these things. They were never taught to think about money at a young enough age or to cooperate and, and figure out the, the way to balance their, their way forward, or even think about what is my life going to look like when I actually have to go out into the world and I'm alone, I'm paying for myself. I have to pay for insurance. I have to pay for things. So the more experiences I'm so in support of all of that, let's dive in a little bit to the, uh, the details then about the, the the career toolkit what is how do you how does this break down in the simple way for someone who's out there let's say that teacher or that educator or that school district you know how do you, that wants to bring these principles or these values into their school what do you suggest there are 10 skills that I cover in the book and this comes from 
research done at universities, surveys done at corporations. Now, some will put into six categories, some will put into 26 categories. It's really where you draw the lines, but the, the terms are the same. It's just how you break them down. So I put into 10 chapters, three sections. So let's enumerate what they are, and then let's talk about how you can develop these skills. Section one, careers, how to create and execute a career plan. Too many people just say, well, I hope maybe I'll get promoted in the future or get this job in the future. They don't have a plan. Chapter two is working effectively. Things like managing your manager, understanding corporate politics, things that trip up so many people because we never talk about it. Chapter three is interviewing both as a candidate, but also a hiring manager. So many of us hire other people, but we've never been trained to do so. Second section is leadership and management. There's a chapter on leadership and then a chapter on the people side of management and the process side. The third section, interpersonal dynamics, that has a chapter on communication, one on networking, one on negotiating, and one on ethics. I love it. Sounds thorough. Sounds amazing. I haven't dug in myself yet, but... We are just newly acquainted and I'm excited. I'm really excited. It's great to know that there are so many different careers for people that are out there and so many different ways for people to create and quality content for educators that are out there. What's some of the stuff um, that this has turned into for you? Because obviously this is something more than the professor, more than the book. It, it's it's something that's spread on a, a larger scale. Talk a little bit about how, how that's come into fruition for you. There's a whole platform. Now, I very explicitly, unlike many people with a book like mine, I do not do coaching. You cannot go and hire me. You can hire me if you want to bring me in to speak, but I'm not going to be your coach. That's not what I do. So I give away as much as I can for free. And on my website, there's a whole bunch of free resources, including how you can teach these skills to your team, your organization, your company other resources that dive deeper into some of these topics or links to third-party online resources. I try to find free ones or ones that aren't specific to a vendor to help you go deeper onto these skills. And we continue to add new resource, resources to that all the time. Then I also create an app called Brain Bump. Here's what I realized from my years of teaching and my own years of learning. How often do we read a book, a business book, a self-help book, say, wow, this is great, this is so useful, but we forget all two weeks later. In school, students remember things because there's a test and they know they need to study, so they look at their notes, they look at their book because there's a test. In real life, we don't have tests, so we don't reopen that book, even though we know spaced repetition is the best way to learn something. The challenge we get is we read it once and where we read information isn't where we need information. If you read the networking chapter in my book, you're probably reading it sitting at home, but it will be next month when you need to use it when you show up to the conference. So what I did is I took my experience in education, in technology, in media, and we create an app, the Brain Bump app, which is like a cross between a book summary app, a flashcard app, and a daily affirmation app. It takes the key ideas from books, blogs, podcasts, and other sources, it puts those ideas into the app as little flashcards, not question and answer, just here's the key thing. Here's what you might have done as a highlight in the book. That's all in the app. And you can access it one of two ways. 
either you say, hey, I'm walking into that conference. I need those networking tips now. So you open up the app and everything is tagged. All the things, all the tips are tagged like hashtags. Say, oh, I want the networking tags. So let me go get the networking tips. You select that tag. There are all the networking tips and you pull it up just in time. You get right as you need it in seconds. The other way is something where you say, well, I just want to be good at networking in general. I don't know when my next event is, but you never know who I'm going to run into today. So you can set it so you get a reminder each day. Let's say you're a new manager. You get a new management tip each day at 9 a.m. You decide what you get when you get it. We don't send you notifications you didn't ask for. You don't even have to open the app. You just get like a daily affirmation, a pop-up with one of the tips from the app. And then you swipe it away when you're done. And by taking just two seconds a day, you're going to better retain the information. So you can use this as a companion to the books, blogs, podcasts that we have, or as an alternative, if you just want to experience it, but you haven't really committed to reading the book or listening to the podcast yet, we don't check to make sure you bought the book. You can go download it anyway. And it's all free. Brilliant. 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 I love it. Sharing it sharing the work, sharing the work that everybody's out there. Explain the technology behind it a little bit, because I'm sure some people's minds are blown right now on the technology side. So dive a little deeper since I have a, you know, someone from MIT here. I, I feel like, I feel like you got that. <laughs> this is not super advanced technology, although we did file a patent on the methodology we use. There's an app. It's a free app available in the Apple and iPhone stores, or excuse me, Apple and Android stores. So you can download the app to your phone. We have a server, and that's for the content creators. So these are for the authors and podcasters who want to have their content on the platform. They go into the server. They put the tips and the key ideas in there, including links. So for example, if you get a tip for a podcast, you might say, that's really interesting. Now I want to listen to the podcast or I want to go deeper. So they'll put in the tips and the links and everything that we ask for on the server. You, the app user, you download the app for free from the app store, and then you select one or more pieces of content. That's multiple books or podcasts or whatever it is you want. And for each one, you can set up that you might get a daily push at a time you select, or you turn off the push if you don't want. Again, we will not annoy you with unrequested notifications. And anything you have added to the app, you can just pull up that content anytime. So you can keep it. It's like having the book in your pocket ready to access whenever you need it. That's awesome. I love it with podcasts too. That's a great, it's really, uh, it's amazing to see once again, how technology can just be processed into a way that's the most simple way for you to get information. I love the automation side of it. Um, you know, I have several of those that I use, um, that are like quotes that I get sent on a regular basis. And it's just becomes a, a something that you look forward to as habitual, those little reminders, um, whether it be to, to meditate or whether it be to exercise or to get up and get moving. Um, that's the world we live in. And it's a, it's a great, it's a great thing to be able to do that. And just so much great things in technology. I always, always am blown away by the importance of technology in our schools, just because we're teaching students for a future that we don't even know exists yet. And, you know, we have to, we have to, we have to achieve, we have to exceed, we have to push ourselves above and beyond. 
if you think about what this app does, it flips our traditional media model on its head. We have traditionally had a push model. We're going to teach you a bunch of stuff in school that you will need at some point. You read a book today that will hopefully be helpful sometime in the future. It's a push. It's a broadcast model. It's like when we were kids, oh, our TV show's on at Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. You know, I want to run home to see it because if you miss it, you got to wait for the rerun. But now, of course, on TV, we have digital video recorders. We've got all sorts of alternatives. We can pull. When do I feel like watching that show? I'll just put it on whenever it's good for me. And this is doing the same thing with this other content. I'm going to pull the content to me when and where it's relevant. I want the management tip at 9 a.m. Whereas I walk into work and again to that management mindset. I want that networking tip right as I go into the conference. That's when it's relevant to me. So we're flipping the education model on its head, going from push to pull. Love it. I love it. I really do. And that, you know, as you kind of continue to work with and see these results and see these things happening, it, it must be amazing for you to see. And it must make you, th it makes me question, you know, it makes me wonder. And, and, you know, one thing we do on this show is we dedicate the show to someone who's out there who's unlocking unlimited potential or unlocked unlimited potential in all whom they serve. And I got to ask you, you know, who's that person for you? This was tough because there are multiple people I could go with, but I'm going to pick Conrad Smith, who was my sixth grade math and history teacher. But I also knew him for years before that because I used to do a summer program and I used to take his chess class. You mentioned your students who learned to play a stock market way back in the 80s. We used to do that. But it was sitting there with the newspaper each day looking through a stock saying, take it up or down the one I bought. But he <laughs> taught me for so many years. He was a big influence on my life. And I've lost touch with him, unfortunately. But hopefully somehow this will get to him. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Thank you for all that you've taught me. Mr. Smith. Man, that was a great dedication. Unlocking a limited potential dedication, Mr. Smith. I love it when people bring out a teacher, especially an elementary teacher. You know, that's we can all reach back into those places and and it's always a it's always amazing. And you're right, there are so many people you could have picked along the way, but you had to choose one. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping somehow we gotta find Mr. Smith. I know by saying Mr. Smith, there's probably a lot, so you can't Google it, but Conrad Smith, we got to find you. You got to reach out to Conrad Smith, who was in Winnetka, Illinois. There it is. There That's it the is. One. We're sending out the search party, sending out the smoke signals. That's awesome. I really appreciate that. You know, and I and I really appreciate, you know, when you're talking and when you're speaking and when you're, you know, if you have a message to give to educators out there that are agreeing with, you know, a lot of the things you're saying and but aren't really sure where to start or how to kind of get moving in a simple way, because you're so correct on all the things you're saying, because leadership and team building and networking and communicating, it's a lot of the things we sometimes stifle in the classroom because we have the old methodology of you sit and you listen and, and 
it's such a different world when you go into, you know, when you go to companies like Google and flexible spaces and, and, you know, it just says so much. So what would be your message for the educators out there in to, to kind of continue to support what you're, you're talking about? You can start to teach these skills, certainly in high school, often in middle school, you may be able to get to an elementary school. I don't always push that, but certainly high school, possibly a little introduction in middle school. The thing about these skills, as you noted, it is a different teaching style. When we teach the quadratic equation, we say, here's the formula, memorize it. Let's do some problems. Let's apply it. And it's very obvious when you use the quadratic formula and when you don't, and there's a clear way to use it. There's no formula for leadership. It's not always clear what is a leadership moment. It's not clear, should I be thinking about networking in this situation or not? And there's more than one answer. The best way to learn these skills, it's akin to learning music or sports. You need to do, you need to try, you need to practice. You can even scrimmage. We do this in business school, for example, with case studies. That's like a scrimmage. We say, okay, pretend you're the CEO or pretend you both have to negotiate this case. Go practice. And it's okay if you lost a million dollars. It wasn't real. So what you want to do is talk about these skills, but then have the students practice the skills and reflect on the skills. That's the key. And on my website, on the resources page, the very first download is how to do this in organization. So if you run a company... Or even if you say, I just want to get friends together, I want to create a local meetup group, and we all want to train up on these skills, it's how you can do this completely free download, free to do. You would need to adapt a little for the classroom, but if you're a professional educator, you can probably figure out how. It's creating these small groups where people can try it and then discuss and reflect on what they've experienced. Yes. I love the idea of the scrimmage as a coach myself, that one right there, that stick. So for all those coaches out there, I'm sure you're loving that word. If you don't use that enough, they do. They need to scrimmage. I love it. Scrimmage more, play more. In soccer, in the United States Soccer Federation, the instructional licenses that we give, that I give, are um, play, practice, play methodology. So it, I think that's just universal to all all elements of any kind of education. You have to play with it, mess up. Then you have to put some stress on it and some pressure, mess up, reflect, learn, repeat. I appreciate exactly that. Right. Yeah. There's oh. no simple memorization for these skills. Yeah. And that's absolutely, I mean, that's just, it's it in a nutshell, it's success. And, and, you know, that's why I've always as well, in the work that I do, I talk a lot about the Bob Proctors, the Tony Robbins, the, you know, the people that are out there, the Jack Canfields, the Brene Browns, you know, the Gabby Bernsteins, the people who are out there, Amy Porterfields, all those people that are out there that have created these business platforms through the idea of personal development and doing things that they're super passionate about. That's a whole level of of life that's not really even kids are really even aware of. I think at the younger ages, they see the kid who is, um, you know, goes viral, right? And everybody has this impression, oh, I I have to go viral, so that's why everybody's out there, you know, scrolling and 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 flying through everybody's personal lives of 
every 30 seconds of their lives of kids singing to cameras. It's the wildest thing. So that world that exists out there is really it's it's happening in that information business we had been talking about how that's just such an incredible thing the information industry is that it's really unique to see how people can create that for themselves and i think we need to bring more of that to our education spaces and it's not in a it's not in a curriculum or a script it's it's like you said it's that authentic opportunity where kids are learning through who they are i love it it's also important to remember, we see that viral video. We don't see the 10,000 other videos that their peers made that just never went viral. We don't see the 100 other times they made a video that went nowhere. Just like in sports, you see the athlete on the field, you see someone score an amazing goal. You didn't watch them for the past 10 years as they sat there and woke up at 6 a.m. every day to go practice, to go train, to go drill. What didn't make the highlight reel is when they missed the goal three times in one game, we don't see that. And so we have this success bias that sometimes, especially in our youth, they don't always appreciate just how much work went in off the field, so to speak, what's not part of the highlight reel, what wasn't part of the actual game, that preparation, that practice. And we need to emphasize that, including that's okay to miss the goal three times as long as you learn from it so you can make it the fourth time. Success, bias, focus on your short sides. I appreciate it. It's There really is no formula to it all, but there is ways to continue to accelerate people's career through success. I see it. I see it all. I see it all put together now. I finally see it. It's, I love it. It's uh, it's amazing, you know, um, when we talk about the, the different capacities to your work and the work that you're doing and your joy for doing it and wanting to do more and share more of it. Um, obviously, that is, there's something that's that's unlocked inside of you, right? That you feel that you understand your why, your purpose, you're feeling you're joyful about this journey. So I got to ask you to finish my sentence, unlocking unlimited potential means. And I got to play music behind it now. That's my new thing. So there you go. You're up. It means identifying in each of us where we excel. And all of us excel at something. It may not always be for everyone on the planet. It may not be something sexy. It might not be something others think are cool, but we are all really good at something, better than most people at something. And when you can identify it, help people recognize it, hopefully it's something they enjoy, and you can marry that excitement and that skill to some type of activity, something where they can focus their time, that's when you've unlocked potential and you've helped make the world better because you've taken that potential out of their their body and put out into the world when it becomes execution. That was awesome. I love it. Yes. So, so awesome meeting you and so awesome connecting with you. I really appreciate the opportunity. And um, so, so what's next? What can my listeners look for from you next or how to get in touch with you? 
you can go to my websites, and I've got two. The first is thecareertoolkitbook.com. And at that website, you can learn more about the book. You can see where to buy it, Amazon, elsewhere. You can read other articles I put out, get those free resources I mentioned on the resources page. I don't even ask for your email. Just take it, use, enjoy. You can also follow me on social media or, again, touch with me with questions. That's all at thecareertoolkitbook.com. For those interested in the app, the Brain Bump app, it's free on Android and Apple. There's no space on Android, or sorry, no space on Apple because they screwed it up. So the safest thing to do is go to brainbumpapp.com. So go to the website, brainbumpapp.com. There you can follow the links or snap the QR code. That's going to take you right to the app store where you can download the free app. We've got all the great tips from the Career Toolkit. We also have advice from other podcasts, other books, and like a streaming service, we add new content every month. So you can check that out as a companion to the book or instead of the book, or instead of all the other great content there, you can go check that out at brainbumpapp.com. There it is. And we will have all of that in the show notes as well as for your viewing pleasure. So I hope that if you enjoyed what you heard, that you will like this, share it, subscribe it, send it along to someone who believes in the fact that we need to continue to bring these skills into our schools. This is a, a critical conversation that we need to be having. And I, I enjoyed having it here with someone who is doing amazing work, especially with the university behind it and the experience behind it and your work and your in your work in so many different capacities and of not only education, I think it's a pretty amazing, it's a pretty amazing thing to be able to, to hear your perspective. So I appreciate you. Thank you for you. Thank you again for having me on the show. Absolutely. And to all our listeners out there, if you have not done so already, please sign up for the something for you newsletter. It's from brandonbeckedu.com. It comes out on the first and the 15th of every month. And don't forget it's free. Check it out. All you have to do is sign up. Most importantly, because I spend a lot of time on it every single week to get it ready for you. And so I hope that you will enjoy taking the opportunity to reflect, learn, and grow with me by checking it out. So just head on over to the website. It'll be the first thing that pops up every single time. Other than that, to all the educators, to all the listeners, to everybody who is anybody who is doing anything that requires you to serve others, I want you to remember one thing, that the journey towards unlocking unlimited potential, it begins with you. And I hope, I hope, hope, hope that you continue to live with passion and purpose in everything that you do. Have a great day.